Some said no more sorrow, no more burdens, no more sickness, no pain. No more party. They ain't nothing else can get you woke up out of your bed this morning. They ain't nothing going to do. You say, I'm here, I that ain't what I'm talking about. I mean really getting out of the bed. A lot of us come to church, we're still in the bed. God's sure been good to us. We don't deserve his mercy, Lord. I mean, we don't even come close to deserving it. Not even just a little bit. But he loves us. Thankful he saved me. Thankful that I ain't got to worry about it one of these days. That's why I told Caden last night he asked about something about the Christmas or next year or something. Next summer. I said, we may not even live to see next summer. He did, yeah, we will. But you know, if we don't, none of this will be a problem no more. None of the pain that we're having, none of the heartache we're having, none of the problems we're having will be a problem anymore. I thank God for that. Amen. I sure do thank God for that. We we look around, we don't have a clue, Mark, how heaven's going to be, but it'll be all right. I believe that. What's the song saying? It'll be worth it after a while. I don't know. I don't know what the, what is laying on the other Amen. side. I ain't got an earthly idea, but I know that it's a whole lot better than this. Amen. So what about? I don't want to leave this. I don't want to leave that. I like my life pretty good. I, I like my life pretty good too, but. It ain't got nothing on that. It ain't got nothing on Jesus. I'm glad I'm saved this morning. Amen. I, I've done a lot of talking to the Lord this week. I, I talked to him last night. I said, Lord, I sure would like to go somewhere else and tomorrow sometime and visit somewhere. And it just ain't there. But, but you know, the Lord, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Let's get up this morning for the Lord. Let's wake up today. This ain't about me. I'm not standing here trying to make it about me. It's about him. If he ain't worthy, then ain't nobody ever going to be. You sure ain't worthy. I sure ain't worthy, but he is today. He's worthy of us getting up for it. I'm glad I'm saved. Appreciate that. That song says, I love him more today than he did yesterday. I was listening to a message on the radio the other day while I was playing the notes that is it not to be a Christian like God loves you more today than he did yesterday? I'm fucking my goodness. I don't know how he can love me any more than to send his son to no, the truth. And every time that he forgives me, every time that he blesses me, it feels like he loves yeah. me just a little bit more every day when I wake up. And everything is well with my soul no matter what is going on. It feels like he loves me just a little bit more. And I'm so thankful for a never ending love that he has. So glad that I'm saved. So thankful that I've got him in my life. Yeah, I was reading this morning about King Solomon getting a cedar and getting all the stuff to, to make God's house and he was preparing the house for God and I thought well Jesus prepared to you know where he began in the beginning it started in the beginning of the Bible in the beginning his name started preparing a home for us and you go all over and it says in Mary Lake Wait a minute, I'm so thankful that he thought of me. I'm so thankful that in the beginning he created everything for us and started his plan right there for us to be where we're at now and for us to be in heaven with him with angels. Yeah. 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 Y
someone else. Glad I'm saved this morning. Yeah. Glad that he takes care of me, knows what I need. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, everybody ain't saved today. Yeah. So we just ought to do what God tells us to do. But I sit here thinking, I really don't. I know what the Bible says, and I believe what the Bible says, and I misunderstand what I'm going to say now. I don't, I don't really know how a man can go out there and just put a wave his hand and trees come up, mountains come up, water comes up, birds come real. All these things happen. I don't really, God, I can't really understand how that happens. This mic can't comprehend that. Right. And I'd he say me, I'll be honest with you, I really don't know how he did it. Yeah. But I believe he did. Because yeah. I can feel him in my heart. That's the only thing I know to tell you today. I don't know how to tell you anything out there is real, but you just feel it in your heart. I'm glad I'm saved this morning. There's folks around us today that's lost on our way to hell. We didn't pray for them today. I'm glad God, the Lord loves us this morning. Someone else. Most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, we you thank you for Father, God, God, wherever they may be, God, I just pray that their heart will get troubled. I pray that they look for you. God, and call upon you to save us. We ask you, God, I hit the hour, help God, Lord, this morning, God, to be your will. God, that you stand, Lord, that you give him the words that speak to the this morning. Today, Lord, we ask you, Father, God, that you use us at this point, Father, the way you see fit. Today, God, we just pray the church of Bill. Today, pray for those that sin. At this morning, not able that to be here, Father, I pray. Turn off our home for this coming up this week, Lord, that you send it. By the way, this morning, I ask you to forgive us. God, where I've sinned and failed to come short of my life this week, Father. Lord, today, Lord, I pray that you forgive me once again. So with us now, help the hourly God direct us. We ask these favors in your son's name. Amen.
I'd like to welcome each and every one of you out to the house of the Lord this morning. And as usual, I desire your prayers. Sure does feel good to be in the house of the Lord. Thank you for the ones who always follow their heart. And that's what we need to be. That's what we need to do. That's the most important thing you can do this day is follow God and follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Do what you have you to do. Yeah. I do know this. I love my church and my Christian brothers and sisters. Y'all mean something so much to me. Um, Lord led me this way this week. I, it seemed I couldn't get from it. It was kind of odd how he sent the lesson this week. And I, uh, I always, like I say, 1101, I always start looking for next week. That's just how I am. He sent a message. I heard a man preach part of a message. Kind of touched my heart, and, and I thought, well, that's just wonderful. I wasn't even looking for it. I just opened my phone up, and it, it was on, and I had, uh, thank the Lord, that's good. You know, that's all right. But uh, then later on, like the next day, I began to study and ask what God had me do, and open my Bible. It was exactly where you're at. I didn't even try, but didn't even try. So I started studying it earlier in the week, and I went over to the Lord, you just want me to study that, fine. You know, just however you want, whatever you want. And uh, he kept stirring with me and in my studies and stuff, and and I read a lot. And I ended up in the second chapter, the second Kings, sixth chapter. I read on back in this, in this book, and uh, there's a lot going on in this in this chapter in this book. God's moving in a mighty way, and a lot of things going on. And Elijah and Elijah's life in this, in this in Second Kings here, but there's a lot of things transpired, and that's not where He sent me. He sent me in the sixth chapter. And again, I desire your prayers. If I'm, I'm loud enough, am I talking loud enough? Because I get the thumbs up from my wife. I need to speak up. Like I say to myself, I don't think I'm very loud. You guys throw something at me, I'll be alright. I began to study about this, and and this is a thought the Lord gave me. If you only knew. If you were only aware of what God was doing and moving in your life, you only knew what He was working out. Amen. You would surely praise Him Amen. this day. Amen. Again, I always say this. We have no idea what no. God let us off our plate. Yes. There are so many things that come our way that we don't even see coming. So He's such a wonderful, kind, gracious, healthy Father. I tell you this. For me, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. It sure is awful handy. Yes, right. thank you, Lord. That's right. Yes, midnight hour, and you're sitting there, got your head bowed, and you don't know which way to go, or right or left, or whatever. And God reaches down, and, and it's so odd, and I think it's so wonderful how He works it out. It'll just. Yeah. I look down, I'll be reading it. It's, it reads, it's wonderful. It's all wonderful. And then, right like that, it'll light up. And I know exactly what I got to do. And I'll start that place and begin to, I'll mark all this up and I'll go over and sit down and I'll erase it all off. There's nothing wrote in here. I don't I don't have anything marked. And once I get done the lesson, I erase everything out. It's all gone. The marking is all gone. And, and I'll wait for God to, I'll close it back up and ask for something else. 
believe that. I don't know where exactly where I'll be, but I do know that I'll try my best with God's help to be in that place. And He'll do this sometimes to me. <clears throat> He'll give me something just to see if I'm listening. You know, He'll give you something sometimes. Send you a direction, give you a thought, something just to see if you're listening. But in the sixth chapter of the book of Second Kings, it starts off with this. It says, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Now behold, behold now, the place where we dwell with is too straight for us. Uh, I looked that up, began to research that, and looked at the word straight. That means it's narrow. That means we need to move on somewhere else. It's a little tight where we're at. We need to go somewhere else. The second chapter says this. Let us go. We pray thee unto Jordan and take thence every man a thing. And as I read that, I began to think about that. We got a full work to get. It says right there. Take thence every man a thing. Take something to work with. Everybody's got a part. Everybody's got a load to carry. Somebody's got to. Again, like I told you last week, not everybody can ride the wagon. Somebody got to get out and push. And me and my wife were talking about this yesterday, and, I, and this came across to me as a lesson that God gave me back of this. I said, close enough to see what's going on, but not close enough to get involved. Amen. In our spiritual life, we find us that place. But we're going to have to. They had to get involved in this. It had to it had to be to happen this way. There's a lot going on in this chapter right here, but God's gonna let me show you if he'll, whatever he wants from me. That's all I want. I wanna be a help to the church. I wanna be no more, no less. Just what he wants. But it says, and let us make a place where we may dwell. And the answer go ye. And one said, Be content. I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. That word, be content. He was content where he was at, but if he needed me to go, I'll go. Talking to Elisha there. <clears throat> so he went with them, and they came to Jordan. And they cut down wood. But as one was feeling a beam, and I read that, I searched that, that word feeling, they were, they were uh, cutting down wood, clearing it off. They were clearing everything out, clearing it out. As it was clearing it out, the head of the axe fell in the water. And he cried and said, Alas, Master, for it was bothered. And I thought, my goodness, what in the world does that have to do with what's going on? And it said this, and the man of God said, Where fell it? And he shewed him the place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in the oven, and ironed this one. Therefore he said, said he, Take up to thee, and he put out his hand and took it. 
and I thought about that. I thought, okay, common sense to tell you if a piece of metal goes in the water, it's going all the way to the bottom, it's going to stay there until you get in there and get it out. Not when God gets involved. Not when God gets involved. So what that tells me is it doesn't matter how little and insignificant it is in your life. Yeah. It matters to you. It matters to God. He borrowed that from somebody and it concerned him and it had him upset. How little was a small thing like that for what God did? He made iron. Can God do that? They just said he did. And I believe every word of it, so I have no reason to doubt that he does. So it mattered to him. He was concerned because it was something he bought from somebody. But he was trying to work for God. They were clearing out the land. They were doing what they're supposed to do. But he was concerned about something that belonged to somebody else. So he was concerned about somebody else. Somebody let him use something. He's concerned about something. Then we go into that eighth verse. And we're going to get into the lesson here. And uh, this is a wonderful thing that God did here. And it touched my heart as I began to read because this is something that I feel that we need Then the king of Syria warned against Israel and took counsel with the servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. So they're confining in the king's chamber together, <coughs> privately, making the battle plan against the children of Israel. Okay? It says right there, the king of Syria warred against Israel. They're warring against Israel. Okay? So they're in the council together, and it says in such and such, whatever needs to be done, they're having conversations more lengthy than what it's written down here about the battle, about how they're going to go in there and they're going to take them because they have a problem. And the man of God sent up the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not, pass not such a place. For thither the Syrians come down. So they're having battle plans. And they're having private conversations about what's going on. And it says, The man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not in such a place where well, the Syrians are come down. They're coming against you. They're making plans. They're making provisions. They're making uh, things that they're going to come unto you. And the king of Israel <coughs> sent to the place where the man of God told him and warned him and saved him there. Now this is what I want you to know. Not once, nor twice. But more than one time, God had showed him what was going on. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore and troubled for this thing. And he called his servants and said unto them, 
Will ye not shew me which of us is for the king of Israel? Which one of you is telling them? Which one? We've had private counsel. We've had such and such the things that's going on. Who's telling this stuff? Which one of you is going out, going to the enemy, and saying something? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet that is in Israel telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. So God was revealing that this man was against Israel and he was coming after him. He was telling Elijah and Elijah was telling the king. How do you think that's going to work out for them? Think about that in your life. How God works these things out. You think you've got it hid. And it's revealed. And you don't know how it got revealed. Because God's sending it to somebody. So they know. And he said, Go, spy there where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in darkness. So he's sending after Elijah. Elisha. <clears throat> Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host. And there they came by night and compassed the city of Adam. So they made their way to where he was at. Children of Israel made them there, camped around them by night. They came in and slept. Them. And the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth. Here's my word. Behold. Here's my word. You know how I love that word? Because that means God thinks to do something. The word behold. A host campused the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said, servant said unto him, Elias, my master, how shall we do it? It's over. They're around us. We're defeated. You ever feel that way? It's over. They're around you. We're defeated. God's not the author of defeat. He's victorious, God. How shall we do? How shall we do? What are we going to do? You ever been in that place? I don't know about you, I've been in that place. Lord, what's, what's how we're going to work this out, God? I'm sure I'm going to have to you. are sure going to have to work this out. And the answered, fear not. Fear not. For they that be with us more than they be with them. Just when you think the defeat's coming, God steps <coughs> And Elisha prayed. You think that's important? You think prayer's important? 
I'll read a few more things in here. Yes, God, for another portion. I believe in God because He's prayed some things here. Absolutely amazing me. And said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. If you're under the sound of my voice, I pray that God opens your eyes. It is so important that that prayer be said in this place. Because the world has got everybody blinded to what God can do. They have counted him out as a God of defeat, a God that can't do nothing. Oh, no. That he may see. Look what happened. And the Lord opened his eyes, the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about the Just when you think the battle is lost, just when you think this world has got it and they're going to win, open their eyes, Lord. Let them see there's victory in the Lord. Satan come against him? That's not what God had planned. And they came, and when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, "Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness." And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. How do you think the enemy felt that came against Israel? That the whole army went blind. God can do that. He did that. What enemy could come against you that can't even see? And I thought about that. What a prayer that he prayed. But what wisdom in God that there was right there. Well, wisdom in God there wasn't there because I wouldn't be able to think about that. I would have thought about send the chariots and the fires and just take them out. That's not what he said. Back of a blind. And Elisha said unto them, This is not the way. Neither is this the sin. You're in the wrong place. You're fighting the battle. Now you can't even see, but I'll show you. Let me, let me take you somewhere else. Because this is not the battle. It's, it's a, you ain't where you're supposed to be. Follow me. And I'll bring you the man who you see. I'm going to take you to who you're looking for. When all along, he was looking for the distance. He didn't go good. He'll hide you. Dark and blind, they can't see. Just get right through. They led him to Samaria, and it came to pass when they were come to Samaria. Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. 
And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw, and they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of sleep. And the king of Israel said unto Elisha, When he saw them, my father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered and said, he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. For dost thou smite those whom thou taken captive with thy sword and thy bow? That's what it says. Set bread and water before them. They may eat and drink. And go to their master. And he provided a great provision for them. When they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And they went to their master. Well, I want you to understand. I want you to listen to what people say. So the band of Syria came no more into the land. God wanted that? Do you? Last prayer. <clears throat> and he opened the eyes. Of the servant. And the mountain was full of horses and chariots round about. It seems as though the battle's lost. It seems as though the world has all the victory and all the good. But he prayed. And when he did, things happened. And like I said, in this book, there's a lot of things that happened in this, in, in here. But this is the one that God gave us because how should we do? What we do? God said he's not defeated. There's more than what you think. And again, the lesson. You only know. And that's what God gave me and in this and in this play, in this fight. A lot of times we feel defeated. And that's the devil's job to make you feel like that you're losing and God losing ground. No. If you could only see what he's got. You can only see what he's doing. You can only see where he's moving. You can only see what plan he's got. Do you know those people out there right now that we've been praying for that's going to move? They don't even know. They're going to be a place where they don't even know how they got there. And they're going to stop and say, hang on a second. And that wall of prayer that you put out there is going to stop you. It's true. Not in But how we are not defeated. That God has a plan to move the impossible. You think in our heart and our mind, like I'm just. Defeated. Yeah. 
listen to the world and the music and the radio and the TV and just stop at the red light. Just stop at the red light in your vehicle. I keep my window down all the time. I just like that. I do. I don't care how it is. And you listen to what the world, listen to them, what they're doing, and I just pray, Lord. What a filthy mess. Yes. And you almost feel defeated. But that's not true. That's right. They're on the losing side. Because you ain't ready. They're on the losing side. So it is so important that we sit back and listen to what God has to say. Let your ear be close to where He's at when He speaks. He's got a plan. And that mountain you're facing, it's a little mobile of God. When you step back and see it move, you'll go, wow. God, you're wonderful. You know there's a lot of praise and glory in this right here. But as you see right here, it says the band of Syria never came no more. They knew they were defeated. This king was upset because somebody was ratting him out. And all the time, God was telling him. Thought he had it fixed. Even the servant thought, what are we going to do? It's over. Where, where is this? Open his eyes. Let him see. So spiritually, let God open your eyes and you can see. You know when you spiritually open your eyes who you see? Me. My faith. God had to fool us. Here's a battle on that, Lord. Sure would appreciate you. Yeah. What a mess, wouldn't it? What a mess. Give yourself a. You get in yourself as trouble comes. I can promise you that. I know that. I know that. And I'll try to my best with God's help to tell you not to do that. Now whether you listen or not, it'll be up to you. He followed God. Serpent scared. God was victorious. To the point where very gently and very peacefully the whole situation was resolved. The battle was won. That one fire of the weapon or anything. Nothing. By simply blinding the, the one that was against them and getting Elisha getting them to another place. And this ain't this is don't worry where you need to be. They could be another place and they ended peacefully. But then they knew, the king knew then, A, God will tell him I'm going to be, this is bigger than I am. That's right. So that's the way God is. See, he's bigger than we are. He's got a plan. He's got to figure it out. We don't need to look at ourselves or look to ourselves or any of us. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Does that mean we're blind? No. I think we're blind to what God's doing. Yeah. 
I mean, we're limiting what God can do because we're looking at ourselves, not looking at Him. <clears throat> I find myself, find myself in the place of Lord. That's Lord to help with decision, with choice, with a matter, with the kids. Guess who'll see it? Do you think these men were blind to what God was doing? They were for a little while. They were completely blind. They went in the battle fight. I sure they wanted. When they got their sight back, you'll see there's no more fighting. They realized then that life was God, not to be messed with. They said right there, came no more. See, when those battles come, the devil thinks he's won. And he finds out he's the weaker and the loser. And God's the winner. So if you'll look to the hills, the mountain will full of horses, chariots, fire, the battle of all around us. Mm-hmm. Let me see. That's the lesson. If you don't know. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the thing about this. You get your ear. You start listening. That's what God has to say. You start studying and looking. And He'll show you things <coughs> in here. That's a battle that we may not even ever read about. They might have preached a little bit about it, but how that come about? Just like I said, just so strange, so wonderful how God does that. But it's needful that we know. The battle's not ours, we're not in the limit. He's got a plan. He's got a way. And He'll work it out. Your lesson. Anybody got anything? I
Appreciate that. Yeah. It have to be in the place where you can call. Listen. Working. Seeing what he's about. Seeing what he's doing. You're happy in those places that you didn't even know you needed help. Anybody else? If you only if you only knew as soon as you said that and it started running my mind. Me and Trey was fishing yesterday and I was thinking we went you go out and you change hundred different lures to find that one bait that they're gonna carry out. But we fished and fished and sometimes you'd get a bite on something different, but there was just that certain one that they all wanted. And I thought, and you said that if you only knew, if they only knew how good it was what God gave me in my heart. If you only knew, you'd want that what I got. It's so good in my life. There's days when I don't even know what he's, like you said, know when he's working. And you don't even know what he's doing. And you wake up and the problem's taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. It's things you can't, you can't even comprehend. It's true. Holy God, we serve. Yes. He's off my hand. But if you don't have him, you don't have no hope. So you can't pray for fire now. You can't pray for somebody without to be closed or off. Gotta get him free set. He is a good. Anybody else? Thank you.